0: Hey, what up Kings and Queens? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Red Room. We talk about music, what's going on in the culture, and we're going to have a crazy ass story for you to wrap it all up. So stay tuned. We finna get into it. for tuning back into the Red Room. If you're new to the Red Room, welcome to the debauchery. We talk about music, stuff going on in the media, you know, the culture, and I got a story for you every week. Uh, today we're going to hop into it, bruh, like straight up, because we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. First, I'm going to get off with this new music. All right. Y'all might look at me crazy for this first one, but I fuck with the dude Jaden Smith. A lot of people don't fuck with Jaden Smith for the wrong reasons. They think he was spoon-fed, so he can't rap. The nigga got bars. Period. Like, first time I really started fucking with it was when like he put like his second mixtape up on that piff. And ever since then, I was like, ah, right, I can fuck with the kid. But uh he put out this new album. Uh it's called Aries. Uh is it's straight, you know what I'm saying? He got some bangers on now. It ain't a trash album, it's good. If you like that type of thing, I fought with Jaden Smith, so I hope y'all fought with him too. Uh, it ain't. It's kind of like his old shit, but it ain't his old shit. He got that whole thing where he don't got a bunch of balance when it comes to putting, you know, a bunch of people on a on a, a album. If that make any sense, uh, like he got all these people he can reach out to, and he does, and he doesn't put he doesn't balance it all out. He'll just throw all these people on a song all these people on the album which you know it's straight it works for him and i like it but eh, he's gonna have to work on that a little bit again that album is called aries it ain't nothing like his old shit it's kind of like his old shit you know sire the sunset tapes you know my personal favorite was icon that song good as fuck uh but yeah jane smith had that album also the king goddamn crit he dropped his album Crit, Crit is here, uh, let me talk about Crit for a minute, man, uh, we've been listening to Crit for a while, you know, but shit, we from the South, so it was bound that we was gonna, he was just gonna come up in the conversation, I'd have talked about him on here before, uh, so it ain't that new to y'all, uh, this album is a great ass album, y'all, like, I personally say it ain't his best shit, but, like, it's still up there, you know what I'm saying, like, this album is, like, this bitch is hard. It ain't in no way, shape, or form a flop. Like, that shit ain't flopping at all. Uh, It ain't hitting like We Could Crit or like that goddamn uh, uh, It's Better This Way. Uh, Them personally, my two favorite uh, Crit albums. So, you can take with that what you made. But I might sound hypocritical, but fuck it. The album's straight, everything good. I forward it. Y'all need to go listen to that. Also moving in other stuff, just a couple of little, you know, snippets of artists doing stuff out there. Uh Max O'Cream, um I talked about him last week, I think, because he was on it uh Revenger Dreamers 3. Uh well man, look, he announced a new album. It's gonna be called Brandon Banks. That bitch dropped July 19th. He didn't already release the track list. Uh, shit, he got features from, uh, Meg, the Stallion, Schoolboy, uh, who else? Uh, out further yeah, all three of them, man, and I'm ready to hear what they done put together on the project, bruh. If y'all don't listen to Max O'Cream, y'all need to go listen to Max O'Cream. I say this a lot, but look, y'all need to go listen to these artists, bruh. And, um, if you ain't never listened to any of his stuff before, I recommend, like, pumpkin you know, Pumpkin's a good album for y'all to go listen to, and he got a five mixtape, I can't remember the name of it, I only been on Maxo cream for like a year and a half, maybe two years, so, yeah, some of y'all may listen to a lot more Maxo cream than I do, and that's cool, but I know what I like about Maxo cream he's a straight artist, and I fuck with his shit, so I'm anticipating this album coming up on July 19th, uh, oh yeah, Chance the Rapper, man, uh, I talked about him last week, cause you know, everybody put some stuff out, and you know, it's about their time for Chance, he's gonna be on the Tonight Show, uh, tomorrow, I say tomorrow, this podcast don't come out till Wednesday, today is Monday, uh, so, by the time y'all hear this, it was yesterday, so, Chance the Rapper really might, uh, shit, announce something, man. I don't see why not, you know what I'm saying, like, what he out there promoting right now, like, exactly what is he promoting to go on the show, like, Hopefully it's some kind of announcement or something. I really hope it's something. Oh, alright. We're getting on to the local music scene. Also, these up-and-coming artists. Look, man, I'm emphasizing on two things today, two areas. That's the Phoenix City, Russell County, Sealed, that whole area, bro. I'm from Phoenix City, so I got to shout them out. Tez G, I talked about him, uh, shit, probably like four episodes ago. It was a while, it was a couple weeks ago, but I talked about him, and you know, he was getting ready to release that release Chag 2, which he finally did this past weekend. It is out on all major platforms. It's really a no-skip album. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Trap Rap, putting on for the goddamn, putting on for the city, bro. Appreciate you putting it out there. Again, Tez G, y'all go listen to that. It's a no-skip record. Enjoy. Um, also, shouting out to another artist that I spoke about, and these artists really coming out, y'all. Like they were like at the bottom, they didn't work their way all the way up, and it's crazy, bro. Carlos Chong. I talked about him. You know, he's in the Monastery Music Group, but he all he also released a mixtape not too long ago called Conquest on SoundCloud. That bitch straight, bruh. Like, I listened to it, but you know, some albums you got to go back and listen to the second time. Like, I was feeling it the first way through, but the second time, bruh, I was like, shit, man, you didn't drop some heat down on this guy, bruh. And then, uh, kept it moving, and a couple days ago, uh, I ain't say a couple days ago, about a week ago, uh, he dropped the Freestyle, man. <laughs> and the Freestyle is called City Boy Summer, bruh. Take that what you, may, but that bitch hard, too. And I, everything he's been popping in the media, bro. Congrats to Carlos Charm, bro. Shout out to the homie. Uh, I, I saw somebody put some up, bro. It was like, shit, this is Carlos Charm summon. I'm fucking with it, and I mean, shit, he's not wrong. Uh, but yeah, shout out to those artists, bro. Tess G, you know you from the area, Phoenix City. I said that. But Carlos Charm, uh, he's from Birmingham, Ham. Y'all really need to go check out some of these Birmingham artists. Y'all asleep on the area of Birmingham. Music-wise, Birmingham is the new Atlanta, I'm telling you. Like, Birmingham, like, everybody know Atlanta, you know, Southern music got their own little bounce, their own vibe, you know. Shit, you know it's a Southern track when you listen to the Southern track as soon as it starts. You got, 80, you got what you need now. You know a Southern track. But, God damn it. Birmingham music, bro, that shit from the south, nigga, we, shit, that shit from the south, the S-O-U-F, nigga, like, Birmingham is a different type of music, like, I just love southern music, bro, born and raised down here, and I really don't feel like people uh know about all the good music that's down here, bro, but for real, listen to these Birmingham artists, Uh, look all around, I'll even introduce y'all to some of their music on this podcast whenever I get a little bit more in tune with them. Uh, I got y'all, we're going to build on this music together, I got you, Uh, but yeah man, both good good music coming from good people, so y'all go and check them out, a bunch of stuff happened in the music world this week y'all, y'all just got to bear with me. Like, it really ain't no cultural new shit going on. It's just a bunch of shit that I've been seeing, bro. And all of it is music related, so I'm about to let y'all know. Erica Badu, you know, the queen. Law hammers. Oh, shit, shit, But Erica Badu says that her family, you know, Doc, J Electronica, Andre 3000, and her, it said that she said that they are the incredible the family their family is the Incredibles of hip hop which you know I I kinda agree I mean shit it ain't too many you know families of you know in hip hop like that running that deep so I mean she can kinda claim that title for her family I mean hell all oh, they know him name whole weight bro shit Doc man Doc if y'all don't know who Doc is goddamn it y'all need your ass whooped for one uh, Jay Electronica I ain't start fucking with Jay Electronica until like maybe 2008. This was back when we were transitioning from MySpace, y'all. He put up a whole album on MySpace, as a matter of fact. But that was in 2007, and I don't even think I heard that till like 09. No, it was probably 08, 09, somewhere around there. But it's called Act Act One, and it was straight. And he signed on the Rock Nation, and he a songwriter, hell, rap man, just all around artist, bro, musician. And he under Rock Nation, brother. They has been learning up under Jay-Z. I wouldn't even say learning because, I mean, shit, you know, they both vets in the game. So, it's only so much you can teach somebody, for real. Um, Yeah, I give them that title. And I guess. All their names hold weight. And if somebody else can think of any, any other, like, family that is, like, the Incredibles of hip-hop. And don't y'all come through here saying, goddamn, Jay-Z and Beyonce... Ain't trying to hear none of that nonsense right now, cause goddamn it, Beyonce she hip hop she she hip hop pop. That's different. Jay Z it'll be different, but they ain't got no kids who rap, so we can't really call them the goddamn family. The Incredibles of hip hop. Also moving up, uh, saw some shit about Goody Mob. Man, Goody Mob. I'ma let y'all know, bro. Goody Mob my top five favorite groups in the history of hip hop. They pretty much started that, sub, that Southern rap, uh, shit, the Dungeon Family, man, like, Goody Maul started all that shit, and you gotta realize, bro, I know y'all thinking about this shit, you know, everybody in Goody Maul, CeeLo, uh, Big Guilt, Kujo, T-Mo, all them, and I know y'all thinking I'm hearing CeeLo, the people that don't understand the real CeeLo, CeeLo Green used to be a goddamn gangster, bro, that niggas be a hood nigga, in the streets, like, CeeLo Green, that fuck you, that, that shit, no, that ain't CeeLo Green, like, this right here is CeeLo Green, uh, but, they were in the news, they are actually putting on a show, I ain't read too, too deep into it, I just saw they were doing, you know, like, a benefit, well, not benefit, they just taking a pay cut, because it's in the area, they got a show, uh, around their area, in their neighborhood, they're putting on this, they having this block party, and they trying to make, like, big things, so, Goody Mob's going to be out there performing. And they took a, a pay cut but just to give back to the community, which I understand. That's why I fuck with them. Goody Mob, they always give back to the community. they thinking about their people, man. That's why, that's why I love my people, bro. Like, shit, you got to spread love where you can spread love, especially if you got the chance. You got the opportunity to spread some love. So, uh yeah, just looking into that. And for y'all that don't know Goody Mob... Y'all need to get on Goodie Mob. Goodie Mob stands for the good die mostly over bullshit. If you ain't never listened to them, go listen to Soul Food. It's their first album and it will not disappoint. No skips all the way through. Do that. That is in my top five favorite albums of all time. In other news, y'all, I just found this out. Like, I just read this before I even started recording this podcast. Uh, P. Diddy is supposed to be bringing back Making the Band. Look, man. I just don't. I don't think it's a good idea. It's going to be some pure-ass entertainment. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be some must-see TV. Um, he to watch. But, man, these goddamn artists ain't in need like they used to be, bro. Making the Band 1 through goddamn 5. Like, nah, bro. Like, no. These niggas got access to studios in their house, bro. If you got a good laptop and a good setup, you Gucci. Like, Diddy ain't providing for these dudes and these women like he used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody else got their own little shit going on. All P. Diddy is is a name that holds weight and somebody that can put them on for real. So, all this goddamn... And for real, these young niggas ain't finna eat that shit, bro. Like, y'all remember some of that stuff uh, P. Diddy used to do on that damn show? He uh had niggas running around goddamn trying to find a slice of cheesecake and shit. Stupid ass shit, man. These goddamn rappers ain't finna go for that shit today. Uh, and if, if he think they is, man, it's finna be a quick ass show. Like that shit ain't lasting long at all. The first episode, bro, I can even I can just think about that shit. Think about it, bro. Think about it. Sauce Walker got down, went on this show, and P Diddy was like, "Hey, go get me a slice of cheesecake, man." Sauce Walker gonna got down, cuss this nigga out, leave, put out a number one hit, say fuck P Diddy. And go on about his goddamn day, bruh. Like, shit, these artists ain't here to play with y'all no more, bruh. And P. Diddy, you too old for this shit. You know you will. But I'ma watch it. I'ma watch it strictly because I'm here for the bullshit. And hopefully it ain't too much bullshit. But uh, I'm giving P. Diddy the benefit of the doubt. Alright y'all, so today's story is going to be a throwback. Shit, throwing that big bike the high school Goddamn, I was 16, tell y'all about my 16th birthday party, bruh. It wasn't even a birthday party, it was just an escapade of shit going on. So, shit, I'm pretty sure it was like a Friday or a Saturday, man. It was like some weird, no it was a Saturday. I was in my room fucking up the game, bruh. I was playing God of War, i never forget this shit. My cousin Watts called me, bruh. And he was like, "Shit, Cuz, what you doing for your birthday?" I was like, "Shit, I'm just chilling, playing the game, God. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like at 16, bro, you either gonna do some stupid shit or you gonna be chill so you can get your fucking license, bro. One or two. At least that's how it was in my house, cause my mama was not bullshitting. And so, Cuz hit me up. He was like, "Shit, I'm gonna come through." I was like, "Bet, Cuz, pull up. Shit, we chopping it up, chilling and shit. And then got now, we hit up my nigga Tyler." A nigga Tyler got down, came across a fucking rave that was happening through, I think that nigga got down, Eagle or Jeffrey Jordan, one of them niggas, man, but got down, shit, we came across this rave, and my cousin Watts was like, cool, shit, you wanna go to a rave? I was like, hell, motherfucker, yeah, I wanna go to a rave, what the fuck you mean, nigga, let's go. So, the rave was in Auburn, bro. I think between me, Watts, and Tyler, we had a problem by goddamn... 17 to $20, nigga, that shit was not gonna make it to goddamn Albany back, I remember this day, nigga, I beat God of War, that was the game I was playing on PS2, went and got down, sold my PlayStation 2, nigga, got some gas money, and going to sell my PlayStation 2, y'all, the goddamn pawn shop, wouldn't even take that motherfucker, because it was old as hell, and they were like, we can't take no more consoles like this, oh, it's some bullshit, but this nigga in that motherfucker, he was like, shit, what you want for that bitch? I was like, shit, just to me 25 bones, cuz we can do what it do. So we went outside, did that whole transaction, and uh, went about our business, bruh. And shit, we all linked up at the time, and we got that goddamn gas and that whip and the motherfucking Nissan, bruh. Look, let me tell y'all about that goddamn Nissan. That Nissan took her air where we had to go. Shout out to Watch, nigga, cuz that motherfucking car, boy, that car took her places. Anytime you saw us, bro, we was in the goddamn Nissan, nigga. Fort Mitchell, Seal, goddamn, all through the city, Columbia, we in the damn Nissan. And shit, Watts was the only person with the whip at the time, bro. Shit, we was out there bit mommy. But we gas up the whip. And then we drive up. We getting ready to go to Auburn and shit. At the time, we ain't drink nothing. You know, we drank, but we ain't drank that hard. You know, we 16 and shit. So, but we were pharmaceutical con- connoisseurs. Of the sorts. So, shit. You know how that shit went. We linked up with that nigga Clay. And goddamn Christian. And shit. We just rolled tired down that motherfucker, man. We drove all the way down to Auburn. You know that goddamn shit. I don't know what the fuck we, we was even listening to that goddamn Calvin Fever. Or that some goddamn OJ, bro. Just back in the day shit. And we got up in the Auburn. We got lost in the motherfucker. Which is beyond me, nigga. We ain't even know how the fuck we get lost in Auburn, nigga. That shit, 30 minutes up the goddamn road. But... We got our bearings and shit, and we finally found this raid, man. We went to the wrong spot like twice. Looking suspect than a motherfucker, bruh. We thinking this shit like a goddamn tag and go, nigga. You go to one house, they're gonna give you the location to the next spot. But that wasn't the case. We was just, you know, fumbling real quick. But we finally found a spot. We pull up to the goddamn spot, bruh. We get out the motherfucking car, the goddamn house, bruh. It's just a full-ass, it's tinted off, nigga. It's like that motherfucker being fumigated. The whole goddamn house tinted the fuck off. Black tin everywhere. And, uh, shit, we walking up to the spot. We saw my nigga Chase. Goddamn, Chase gave us a bill. We drank that motherfucker. Walked into the raid, bro. We pull up in this motherfucker. Like, outside the house, it was pitch black as hell, y'all. I mean, pitch black. You wouldn't even know it's a party going on inside of me. You, you know, music at the door. We walk into the door, y'all. We walk from pitch black to, like, white, neon lights, goddamn 200 motherfuckers in that bitch jumping around saying, what? Hey, nigga, we was in that motherfucker. We, we walk around, bro. You got to, like, maneuver your way in the rave. And so, it's only two two places you can get out that bitch. The way you came in and the back door. And the back door blocked off because people, you know, trying to get air and shit. So we just said, fuck it, nigga, we joined the crowd, so me, Tyler, and Watts losing that bitch, what, hey, what, hey, lit as hell, and all that shit with gravy, until the motherfucking police came, nigga, the police came, and it was only one cop, man, so, you know, was nobody panicking too hard, it was some niggas that took off, but I'm just looking at these niggas like, what the fuck y'all got going on, bro, it's a cop, like, shit, I ain't worried unless I see two or three of the motherfuckers, because then they can grab a couple niggas, bro, but for one, I'm Gucci. But they didn't even turn the music all the way down, bro. They just got down, you know, turned that bitch down a little bit. But then, you know, as the severity of the situation escalated, got down, some old cops pull up and shit. That's when people tried to run, but they couldn't go no motherfucking way, bro. And uh, it was this little ass girl, bro. I still remember this shit. She was like 5'2", 125 pounds, soaking wet. She got on top of the motherfucking speaker, bro, And she was like, all right. I'm going to need everybody to shut the fuck up for just a second. Man, one not nobody trying to hear shit she had to say, my nigga. We will not worry about her at all, shit. Man, police couldn't take all of her. We weren't give a damn. It wasn't our shit. So we was in that motherfucking, you know, just doing what we do, parlaying in that bitch, chilling out. And every five minutes, she'll get, she'll get up on that speaker and she'll be like, All right, you guys, I need everybody to shut the fuck up. We ain't giving a damn, bro. We ain't paying this girl no motherfucking mind. And, you know, after about, the police were there for a cool minute, man. I'd say about 30, 35 minutes. But them niggas left, and shit, you know exactly when they left because the people that was out there talking to them at the front door and shit, I'm pretty sure them niggas got a fine or some shit. because that shit was crazy. But they came making the house, and they got them gave the DJ the heads up. And that nigga got down, crunked that shit back up, goddamn, you know, the music didn't ever stop, so, you know, shit, there was a little beat going, man, turn turned that shit back up, bruh, thing, you know, the whole damn crowd, nigga, what, hey, what, hey, and then what threw me off, bro? I'm in mean, that motherfucker, I was not expecting none of this shit, y'all, I walked in that bitch with a polo sweater, a goddamn pullover vest, nigga, got fresh to damn death, y'all, I was fresh in the motherfucker, and these niggas in this bitch in white t-shirts and shit. Like, we was completely out the loop. We didn't know what the hell to expect. Man, I got damn neon paint all over my fucking polo pullover. Like, man, that shit was crazy in his damn self. But we got turned up as hell, y'all. And then uh it finally started to die down. And when I say die down, we can finally make our way out the damn door. Out eight door. I think we went out the back. Because it was already, like, got down 1 o'clock, bro. And shit, we had to dip back from Auburn. So, you know, we didn't got ourselves collected and shit. We still in awe that we just shot the fuck up to Auburn for real, for real. Just up in this motherfucker. We get back in the Nissan and shit. We ain't had nothing to do. We got down, buck back to the city, buck back to the crib. Get our excuses and shit ready for when we walk in the house and shit. Like, I don't even know, bro. Like, I, I really didn't have no excuse. I just straight up was like, hey, it's my 16th birthday. I was, I was prepared for all the bullshit that night. Like, I didn't care. But, shit was Gucci, bro, because everybody in my crib was knocked the fuck out. Everybody was in that sleep. I ain't never came home that late and got in the house so smooth, y'all. I mean, I didn't have to jump through windows and shit. And even then, shit, sometimes I still got caught, man. Because my mama, y'all know how black mama's is, man. AJ, just hear shit. And they getting the fuck up to see what's going on. That was my mama. She was always alert as hell. But, all in all, it was a great 16th birthday, bruh. But ain't no fucking way I'm going to another rave ever again, nigga. That shit was way too intense for what I was got down, the vibe I was trying to be on. But that shit was lit, though. That shit was lit. Don't let me deter y'all niggas from going to a motherfucking rave. If you can, go to that shit. But it ain't my, you know, ain't going to that shit no more. Hey, that's another episode of The Red Room. Y'all follow me on Twitter at AppleJacks94. Y'all be smooth with it. And remember, don't put on for nobody but yourself. See y'all next week.